You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. I got mouth sounds plus hotel Wi-Fi. Gonna kill him. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be a rough one. What's uh? What? So you've been in a van for the last uh <clears throat> several weeks. What? What is your? True. What is your? What is your media diet been? Uh, uh Fauci narrative collapsing. <laughs> <laughs> I have not. I've been preoccupied for a while now, and. uh I don't know how I sound. I should sound good because I got the mixer plugged in, but it might be kind of echoey. But I've been divorced from our regular diet of uh, frothing. What, how would we describe them? Uh, frothing red pill weirdos. Oh, not me. No, you're you're I've been tapped, up in it. You're tapped in. I'm, come on, I'm in a van for seven hours a day. Mm. Uh, you think that I'm not ending up on? Uh, like the black guy who sells you gun rights uh, merchandise. You know what I mean? mean? <laughs> which, which, by the way, there's like four of these dudes on YouTube that are all about kind of like black gun ownership. It has nothing to do with me. I don't own a gun, nor am I black. I watch hours of these dudes. <laughs> hours. I I need these people in my life. They're like a they're like a they're like a second father to me. I I where I lack confidence. And uh, and uh, testosterone. They 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 are these th- those videos. They are my TRT. You know, I really, I really like when they walk you through a clean shoot. That's <laughs> when they show you video of like a guy in a Walmart parking lot and his head blown off, and they'll be like, <laughs> and they'll be like, they'll be like clean shoot. As you can see, this is uh, this is a righteous uh, a righteous uh, uh, comeuppance for a criminal. Uh, <clears throat> Everybody stay safe out there. They're trying to take the right uh, to self-defense away from you. Mm. Uh, by the way, did we talk about, uh, I mean, I don't know, it's been a minute and perhaps we were not talking about clean kills at that time, uh, but they're fascinating video. Okay. Uh, it's the woman, I want to say Chicago. Yeah. It's. It, it, you've seen this. It's the woman being assaulted. Uh, she breaks up a fight. She's an undercover police officer. Or pardon me, plain clo- off duty. Thank yeah. you. Off duty uh, police officer. Uh, there's a fight outside of her house. She comes downstairs and is like, break it up, you fucking bums. Uh, they start moving. But one party stays behind and then grabs at her mm. uh, from behind. Have you seen this footage? No, I have not. Where did you see this? Live gore? Yeah, this is uh, our, uh, the B slash uh, uh, gore hounds. Uh, yeah. So what makes it incredible is that there's audio for the full thing, too. So she says uh, now her she says that this man was reaching for her gun. Mm. I can't tell from the video, but I, I guess I believe her. He certainly is grabbing her. 
he looks like an invalid though. So I don't, you know, whatever, but you know, like bums that are outside of everybody's apartment in New York. Oh, in Los Angeles. Yeah. Well, in New York, there's this phenomenon of dude in a wheelchair fighting a guy who can stand, but doesn't want to very much fighting a dude that uh, can't keep his pants up. Are you familiar with this? Like, it's just a thing, right? That's what's going on outside of her apartment. Uh, the guy looks, like I said, half an invalid, not doing great, but he does grab at her. And she says, you're going to let go of me or I'm going to shoot you right now. Mm-hmm. And and he keeps grabbing her and he goes, and she says, I'm going to shoot you dead. Stop it now. And then he persists. And he. this is what makes the video. She pulls out the gun and says, I told you, and shoots out. Fuck. And then, and then, are you familiar? This is might be an obscure reference. It's so germane to my life, but this proves like what a uh, myopic sort of hole I'm in. Are you familiar with uh, the Palehead EP? Have you listened to that very much? No, not very much. Hey, everybody, it's your pal Eric here to talk to you about Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Two-minute meals fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Pancakes, smoothies, and more discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factor's meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you needed by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash worstpossible50, that's worstpossible50, and use code worstpossible50 to get 50% off. That's code worstpossible50 at factormeals.com slash worstpossible50 to get 50% off. It's half off, people. Come on. Go to factormeals.com now and use our promo code worstpossible50. Thank you to Factor for sponsoring the show. Okay, so for people that don't know, Palehead is uh, a studio project between uh, Ian MacKay and uh, Al Jurgensen, right? So it's uh, obviously that can't last, but they produced a couple of good tracks. And one of the tracks has this audio clip of two people in a phone call that is like just a low class phone call where it's somebody saying, do you remember me? And the other person going, yeah, come on, baby. And then she says, "Uh, what's my name? Then he goes, oh, come on, baby. Don't do that to me. And it's it's just like it kind of just seems like alcoholic talk right and that's what this man became instantly he's like oh you did it you know (laughs) she's like i told you i was gonna do it and she i think she shoots again and he's like oh you got me again girl wait (laughs) so where where does he does she kill him i believe he died and i believe and i believe his family is suing for like 25 million or something like that wow and uh you know, obviously the dudes that are like, 
this woman was acting within her rights. She's this is what a gun gun ownership is about. It's like, you know, they they always point out. Uh, they say that shit from the old west. Uh, th- it's so crazy to see like, uh, you know, a, a dude in a do rag. Uh, it, it, it say the, uh, God made. What is it? God made all men. Uh, it's basically to say that guns make us equal, you know, um, and that's that's what they're always pushing is. Life isn't fair. If you're a 120 pound woman, terrible things can happen to you. Uh, however, this is the great equalizer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you're not uh, equal to people who don't have guns. If everyone has a gun. Then yeah, but if if you have a gun and the other person doesn't, that's not really an equalizer. Wow, I'm trying to I'm trying to find this quote. Here's the autofill. Guns make, and I am right, and it autofills to guns make me happy. You not so much. <laughs> See, I thought it was going to autofill to like you know in the way that. Uh, the internet is all, like I, I, guns make you crazy. Guns make you bad. Guns make you, you know what I mean? Like I figured it was going to be something like that. Oh, that's what it is. God created man and Sam Colt made them equal. Uh, <laughs> so it's, very, it's, it's, it's just like some people hate America, like sort of the, the mess that it is. I love that a dude in a do rag is, is, is quoting something about Samuel Colt. You know what I mean? It's just, that's beautiful to me. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, it's not really equal. I mean, if you have a better, like, you can have a, a Glock, and someone has an AR. The guy with the AR has got the up on you. So should everyone at so like in the way that like Bernie is like you know healthcare is a human right at birth? Should we all have ARs? Is it is that what will make us all equal in the end? I like where you're going. You know, mm. I mean, well, if if you if you you know. The right to property, right? Um, if that's a right, well, uh, not would, enshri- not enshrined in our constitution. Not no, it's not enshrined. But 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 you know, if I could get my forty acres and a mule plus an AR, that's I think that's the dream that that was guaranteed to me by our forefathers. I mean, makes enough sense, right? Uh, got to protect what's yours. You got to protect what's yours. I, yeah. I, <sighs> You know, I was thinking about it, like whenever we get a little concerned about, oh, are we going to get canceled? I just saw some kid got canceled for saying this or that or whatever. Right. And I, in my, in my delusion, the fact that you and I are about as socially progressive as uh, any people could reasonably come Mm. uh, before they enter like nutball territory. Yeah. uh, I always think that we're pretty immune, you know, because it's like. Like my critics, anybody that would criticize me is going to hit the wall on uh, social issues before I do. I guarantee it. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. like, like I just there's no way around it. I'm the guy that's like, when I see the, you know, a lot of people were sharing the twerking, uh, uh, uh drag queens in front of the parents and their two year olds. Have you watched that video yet? I did. And, you know, I got to say, it, like, there's something about it that doesn't look real to me. Like, I feel like I'm being deep faked because the kids, well, the kids in the video aren't like reacting to it. No, I mean, but they're babies, which I know, makes it, but which makes it think, actually kind of weirder. 
Well, yeah, no, but you would think they would be like overstimulated or something. They're just kind of like sitting there. I don't know. Maybe it's you know real. what? Look, I don't know. I mean, it's it like drag is not within my purview of interests. Uh, is it going to be harmful for for a kid to see it? I doubt it. No more harmful than anything else, really. But uh, well, I mean, it's strange. Like I, I like if I was a parent, I it wouldn't it would probably never occur to me to 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 bring my kids to a drag show. No, no. I, I mean, some like big, like buff dude saying like with a name, like, uh, share noble, you know what I mean? Uh, just like, yeah. sw- like sort of like flopping <laughs> his dick good. up and yeah, it is pretty good. Flopping yeah. his dick, <clears throat> flopping his dick up and down in in a speedo or whatever, uh, with feathers on his head, uh, you know, dancing to the newest Nicki Minaj. I, uh, it wouldn't occur to me to bring a child, but here's my point. I don't give a fuck what you do with your child. You yeah, could, you no, could okay. eat your child off a building. You know, I, mean? it, it, <laughs> I care about my, I care about my stepchild, my, my, uh, uh, my, my sister's kids. Uh, I, I, I care about the people. I, this is my new thing. Uh, you yeah. care about the people that you actually care about and, and that's sure. it. And every, everybody else, you're welcome to do whatever you want. Yeet, yeet your children into the drag show. You know what I mean? Just th- drive by, throw them out the window into the drive show. Drag show it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. I mean, the the whole that whole thing is very, like the whole all around is very strange to me because it's like, I mean, I myself would not ever go to a drag show just because it's not my thing. But the notion that, like, if I were to, like, I've been to, I had a friend who did, like, you know, you know, when you live in New York in your in your early 20s mid 20s everyone has that friend that's into some cringe shit but they're your friend but you know you go to an improv show burlesque you, go, you yes burlesque thank you i was i've been to burlesque shows burlesque is adjacent to to drag right i've they were probably it's, drag it's squarely in cringe but yeah. It's oh, yeah, yeah. To drag. But it's also like there were probably drag performers at the burlesque show that I went to. And but it was at, you know, it was like at one in the morning and in like a weird part of Brooklyn. So it's like. Th- there's no children there, like the the like the drag time story hour. I don't know what to make of it. Like, it's like, what is happening? Why in the middle of the day is this happening? Like, it's supposed <laughs> well, to be an art very psyopy that the, the, that you go to the. You know, previously you'd go to the public library to watch Lyle Lyle Crocodile with mm-hmm. uh, your your child and and uh, you know a bunch of other stupid little kids, but uh, now you are going to the drag show, I guess. So it it, it feels psyop because it doesn't feel very it feels forced. You know it, I mean? it doesn't uh, yeah. feel very real. It feels forced, and it just feels like again, like like we both said seconds ago. Whatever you want to do, I don't, I don't give a shit. Whether it's a fucking someone in a clown outfit. Or someone uh, in in you know it, whether it's divine reading you know fucking the hungry caterpillar to your kids, I could give a shit, man. I could give a shit what you do with your kids. When I have kids, I'm gonna make them watch the Evil Dead movies. It's you know I'm it's 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 all bets are off. It's you know I don't care. I'm gonna give the kid an AR-15. Uh, it's funny. I've come out really hard for guns this episode, but I could also guns. I could also give a shit, you know, take it. Give, I, I, give the here, balance it out. Give the kids some, uh, uh, hormone blockers. <laughs> yeah. I'll give the kids hormone 
Yeah, I'll give him puberty blockers and uh, and 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 uh, a full and a desert eagle with the extendo clip. That's that's how I, I'm going to raise my children because we, this is America, God damn it! Uh, before we talk uh, all the Fauci news, there is to print. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Can I tell you the wildest experience that I just had? Oh sure. So you you asked me shortly. Hey, uh, can we podcast? And I say, yeah, let me go grab this food. Shouldn't be more than 25 minutes. It was like yep. 35. Now, I uh, called a lift. Uh, when the guy the guy arrived much sooner than I thought, and I get in the vehicle and I say, sir, I apologize. I uh, just ordered this food. If it takes longer uh, while you're waiting, uh, you can either cancel and that's fine or I'll, I'm happy to tip you. And he says, oh, no, I got nothing to do, man. It's fine. He says, I, really, I'm just driving for a couple hours right now. Uh, and I say, all right, cool, man. Thank you. And it, the wait is long. I, I tip the dude accordingly. But on the ride back, we're just chatting. This is a very normal looking guy. There's a comedian he actually looks a great deal like whose name escapes me, Eric something. Mm. Um, and he uh, very normal. Tells me uh, he only drives Uber for a couple hours a day. He's really a bus driver. Uh, I say, you know, I don't know much about, we're talking about Reno, where I am. And he says, I, I, and he's there for an interesting reason. I won't get into his business, but whatever. Uh, I say, the only thing I know about Reno is one time I was here years ago and I noticed that it seemed crazy that the women seemed more attractive than the men that they were with, mm. like to a kind of crazy degree and everywhere. And, and uh, I said that to a friend and a friend said, yeah, listen, there's so many bum ass dudes here and the women have to maintain themselves because they work front of house or their, or their escorts or the strip, whatever that <clears throat> it's a, uh, if you have a job, you're you're the king of this place. You you really you, you have your pick of of the ladies, and the guy Paul. There's a quiet, and the guy says, "My wife is in sex work." Okay, and I said, "Oh yeah," uh, and I'm at this point, I don't know if I've offended him in some way or something. So I'm like trying to keep it keep it uh, friendly, you know. I say, "Oh really? What what uh what kind?" And he says, "Oh, she works at the chicken ranch," and I I say okay. that. This is taking some time for me to put together. And I say, <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's like uh, he goes to brothel. And I said, oh, OK. Uh, and I said, uh, what's that? What's that like? You know, and he says, you know, man, it's and he gives me the whole spiel. Like it's like he's working for him. And he tells me about how safe it is, how they all have to use condoms. He gives their schedules like, you know, it's like two weeks on uh, one week off. Um, the amount of money that they, and he tells me now this is so far. I'm, I, I'm kind of believing it, but he is profoundly normal looking profoundly. And he says, yeah, he said, listen, uh, my wife makes 250,000. I make 47,000. He goes, she pays for everything in my life. And I said, wow, that's, that's really incredible. He goes, yeah, this is just my this is my Uber car. He's like, our family car is a Maserati. And I'm like, this guy's fucking what? lying. I'm like, yeah. this guy's fucking lying. Yeah. But he knows everything. So this guy is either like, this is a bit that he has perfected 
or he is a deep, dark sociopath that can just manufacture lies like a random number generator. And he's telling me that his girl's got E cups. She just got her E cups done. And that, uh, uh, she just made 50 grand spending like five days with a dude. Um, he, he walks me through the entire, and then he says, you know, if you ever want to check it out, it's, it's like a safe, fun place. You don't even have to be with one of the girls. And I'm like, is this, is this gentleman selling me on the prospect of having intercourse with his wife? Maybe. Or is this fella a shill for, like his wife don't work there at all. And he's just a shill for this company. Like in the way that cab drivers can be sometimes, right? That That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. But when is a lie oversold? The Maserati was the Maserati yeah, hit me hard. <laughs> went too far. He went too far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was yeah. all plausible so because that's the thing. Like even two fifty uh, a year, I could get like because yeah, yeah, I, I was buying that, that part. Yeah, there's high level clientele. She could probably make uh, fifty grand, you know, in 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 a week. You know, like that's I I, I buy that. But yeah, the the you gotta man. The no the 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 concept of a uh, what do they call them habitual liars? There's like a spe- there's a specific mental disorder term like pathological people pathological yeah. pathological liars. Man, like there's always there's always like a tell. Like there's always like they just go a little too far, and you go this guy's fucking this guy's liar. Uh, and that yeah, the Maserati was it. But maybe but yeah, maybe he's just trying to get people to maybe he collects. Like maybe he gets commission if he can drop off one of his uh, Uber drivers there. I mean, that's what it, it certainly felt like that. I mean, certainly by the E cups and the Maserati and there's yeah. a lot. The E cups, the E cups also <laughs> might have been overselling it. But wait, so you are you in? You're in Reno. Or he was talking about Reno. I'm in Reno. You're in Reno, man. This I guy- really li- <clears throat> listen. I really like it here. It's. Uh, I don't like this part of the country in any way, shape, or form. I fucking hate it, to be honest. Tomorrow, tomorrow we're going to have to drive 100 miles out of the way. Do you know why? Why? Because the route that we would take directly, which is already five hours, it is closed. You know why it's closed? Avalanche alert. You know why it's an avalanche <laughs> alert? Six feet of snow. What the fuck are we talking about? I, I This is the winter that's going to break me. Because it's it's dog shit in Los Angeles too. I'm in Chicago at the moment, and it's I walked out. I walked across the street just to grab a fucking burger, and it is just being outside. Like it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. And I've all I've heard from apparently Los Angeles tomorrow is supposed to get another atmospheric river. I'm going to be back on Saturday, so hopefully I miss that shit. But winter. This is fucking awful it's fucking like it's i i can't i can't i can't live these winters anymore they they suck so fucking much move to perth i i will be in my my future wife's bosom yeah i can't offer you that but i can offer you really warm warm weather uh actually not even warm enough for me i want us to move when when my stepson hits 18 I would like to move someplace that is that I never feel cold again. Yeah. That that would be the goal. I don't ever want to feel cold again for the rest of my life. I it I hate 
And I hate it so fucking much. And it's heartbreaking to me that Southern California is going through this because I didn't know that it could. I was sold Southern California on the premise that it hasn't rained in a generation. Yeah, it's yep. never going to again. All the lies. It's hot all the time. And and people, all they do is sweat and and make love on the beach. Yep. And that's all that's all I want. I can't I can't do this fucking I can't do the cold anymore, man. It's inhumane. Like, you know, when you get cold and you can like literally just feel it in the pit of you, like you feel like your bones rattle. Yeah, it's I, uh, miserable. The places, I, the places that I've uh, been uh, in the last week, I, I was in Des Moines on a cold day. You know what that's like? Nothing you want. I mean, you're in Chicago right now. That's a fucking nightmare of a place. But <clears throat> all of these places are miseries, and I'm done with them as well. It's over. It, it, it's over for you, hoes. We 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 should t- we we're gonna get into Fauci, maybe, but we have to talk. Like when we were in New York that day, when we when we went over to do when we hung out with Ian uh, to do the podcast, I was walking through Brooklyn to his apartment, and I was thinking, I felt misery like i could yeah. not believe that i tolerated living in such a place yeah i yeah, like yeah. the the misery of brooklyn in february i felt like it was death i was getting hit with gamma rays from like a fucking russian like like see like fucking uh what are they the uh, kgb like uh havana syndrome yeah i was getting hit with 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 radio polonium through the air like it made i felt like such garbage and i was like yo like sometimes you know i grew up in new york whatever sometimes i i get a little homesick and i think like oh maybe i could live there again and then i go back there and i'm like oh this place sucks yes it sucks I like I can't I just can't fucking deal with it anymore. It's like if I it, it, yeah, I need I'm I'm going back to LA on Saturday and I do not I don't want to leave. <laughs> like I like I'm just I'm it better be fucking warm and and I'm going to try and stay there for the remainder of my life until it gets if it gets cold again, then I'm going to I don't know, I'm going to live in Honduras or something like that. I don't know where else to go. Uh, I don't want to feel cold ever again. I'm on ever the same again. T- yeah. When people try to sell you on the idea of cold, they just sound stupid. They sound abused. <laughs> yeah. No, it's weird. It's 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 weird because like it's at it at best is tolerable. I feel like I'm talking to like a housewife from the 1920s when it's like <laughs> you know like really trying to like undersell how bad it is. Six feet of snow. Imagine now. Imagine you can't go that way because it's in your way. But imagine there's people that live there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I was. What was I watching? I was watching some movie the other day where they were. Uh, oh, I think it was an episode of Last of Us. And like, this is a post-apocalyptic show, and there's a community of people that live in like the mountains of Wyoming, and it's like full winter, and they're running out of food. And I'm like, Yo, walk south. What are you doing there? Why are you there? Listen. Why did anyone settle in place? Because like we like we now have modern, we have heating. There's ways to keep us alive. There's you know, but like 
people settled in these places when there were when if you didn't start a fire, you were going to die. Why did you stay there? Why? The whole of America should have settled in in Florida. I was in Salt Lake yesterday. (laughs) Next to our van, there was a person in a sleeping bag. On they were snow. There was inches of snow on them. Oh, and they they moved so we could tell they were alive. Yeah, but they were there for hours, and. At some point, you get concerned, right? Because there's no way there's no way that this person is functioning, right? Like it was. Uh, no, no, no. It was a uh, very, very dark woman uh, oh. who who stood up uh, n- shorts. Uh, and you know that particular type of like it's a thing that only insane people and children do, mm. where you take a a blanket and you pull it over your head. You, you you make like a hood out of it, like but like a tent. You make a tent. You become a walking tent. Walking tent. Yeah, sure. Uh, she did that up and down the street, muttering. But it was after like three hours minimum of sleeping in snow. I mean. It was impressive, but scary and upsetting. And, uh, you know, look, it, it's uh, not my business how she wants to live. If she, you know, I respect her personhood. She's uh, welcome to sleep in snow if that's what suits her. Right. Um, but I didn't think it was well advised, you know? No, no, definitely, definitely ill advised. Um yeah, everyone, if you live in snow, you got to get out of there. Stop torturing yourself. Got to get out of the snow, man. Stop convincing yourself that you like it. You know, it, it's you're, you're lying to yourself. You got to live in the warmth. You got to live where the sun is. Move to Hawaii. Um, Blow a trucker if you got to get out of there. <laughs> what happened? Okay. So the COVID shit, right? I mean, no one has the appetite to talk about COVID anymore. The only people talking about it is everyone still hanging on to it because, uh, well, Folks, it seems as though everything you've been told about it by official sources <laughs> you remember the things that uh would get you maybe in a little trouble if you talked about maybe maybe if you if you insinuated that uh perhaps it wasn't uh you, you know per- perhaps that it did in fact come from a lab right? People, people were getting uh, a lot of shit for that. Well, as it turns out, uh, what, what happened this week? Uh, okay, so the FBI and uh, I forget what the it's it's a strange regulatory body. It's not one that you would assume. Um, oh, Energy uh, Department of Energy, <clears throat> uh, which is tasked with. Uh, overseeing the the safety protocols at laboratories, mm. um, they both said, "Yeah, that shit started in a lab." Now, uh, to the pedantic fucking losers in our audience who say, "Yeah, but there's still four other regulatory bodies that remain agnostic or lean towards uh, uh, unknown origin or whatever," which I did not know this, but apparently 
the uh, whatever it is like zootropic uh, uh, or zootropic uh, uh, origin. Mm. Apparently, that's just fucking out the window. Now it's lab leak or eh, question mark. You know what I mean? But the <laughs> but the wet market the wet market thing is done. Uh, I did, so I didn't hear that. What's the deal with that? It's just no longer being posited as as a potential source. Well, then so, what other? Well, if it's then it's if not the lab, then what? What's the other? What is the other potential explanation? Okay. Natural origin. Yeah. Oh my god! You're in that fucking hotel, man. You're getting killed by the Clintons here. It's what happens when you talk Fauci. Yeah, go uh, on. Now, so where does it ever, come from then? Uh, that's the thing. They have plausible deniability because we don't know that it started in a lab. We just, and we'll, we're never going to be able to confirm unless somebody from one of those labs comes out. And that's, we can suspect that they're definitely dead by now. But the... It's just there's always going to be a specter of doubt. So you're going to have people forever saying, we don't know that. We don't know that. Yeah. And it's like, what an asshole you are. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) What a fucking asshole you are. We do know it within reasonable fucking assumption, you fucking asshole. You know what I mean? Like, if if, if somebody walks into your house drenched, it's a reasonable assumption that it was raining outside. It's reasonable to assume these things. And until, and, and it's almost like the, 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 that bar that you have to clear for doubt on, oh no, somebody ran by them with a, a fire hose and shot them. Like it, one makes more sense than the other. Let's just be adults, right? So <clears throat> here's the part that to me is more of a smoking gun than it seems to be for other people. Do you remember Fauci saying that it was certainly not from a lab? Do you recall that? He was very, very vehemently uh, was against the notion of a lab. Yeah. He's equivocating now. And now he is saying it's, a you know, it's a matter of uh, it is important to figure it out. You know, did it come from natural uh, from nature? Did it come from a lab? Yeah, th- these are things that we have to explore. Why do we have to explore it, Anthony? You told me that it couldn't be the fucking fact. Like what? What? And for anybody that's not paying attention, go look into it. You don't need to hit Eric and I about this. You don't need to like believe us. Just go look into it. How this dude's narrative. So the part that's crooked is he had two dudes come out and say, "Yeah, this looks this looks like lab." And then this is this is all in the documentation. This is all subpoenaed. They. He he then takes a closed door meeting with those two men. And the next day, those two men say uh, natural origin, despite the fact that up until that meeting, they had said it's lab leak. Then, as it turns out. Fauci. With his pen grants those men millions in grants to their labs. So if he if it's not corruption, it certainly has the unfortunate feel of corruption (laughs) and it might it is incumbent upon Fauci to explain how it isn't corruption. So 
Uh, what it looks like from an outsider's perspective is that Fauci, uh, not directly responsible, uh, don't oversell it, but had some funding aspect and perhaps information exchange aspect. Actually, that part's a fact with the lab in China. Is that uh, right? Wait, so he had some kind of correspondence with the lab in China? The organization that he oversees funded them some percentage, right? It's not massive. It's like 15% or something right there, right? right? Funded them. So, and they were certainly in contact. I'm pretty sure that's in the record. It's not like they talked every day. It's not like he was like, it's not, for anybody paying attention, I do not believe that Fauci was twirling his mustache fucking like it's, he's not Dr. Claw from fucking inspector gadgets, patting a cat in a mechanical wheelchair. Uh, he is, but he, he, he has dealings with that lab. That's been yeah. an understood, right? So that's why the gain of function. That's why if you recall, Rand Paul was hammering him because it was Fauci. You said that you've never funded gain of fun function research. What that lab was doing was gain of function research and you funded them. And that's when Fauci became the world's biggest fucking weasel. When he said, I do not think that raise, rises to the standard of gain of function research. Yeah. Yeah. I remember all that. Right. That's because he was funding it. So is Dr. Anthony Fauci responsible for the death of millions? Maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh... Oh yeah, you don't want to say that. You're not comfortable well, saying that. responsible. I mean, as responsible I, as responsible as any bureaucrat in a system. Yeah, that defers responsibility. Well, but also, yeah. I mean, and within that system, there's probably sixty or so just as responsible folks that whose faces we don't know, right? Yes, Do, yes. we want to tar and feather Fauci because he's he's the guy. He was the the PR guy for COVID this whole fucking time. Yes. Uh, so I understand that, you know, it seems like this is one big fuck up now, like and this is and this is the issue, right? Like, I'm pretty agnostic on the origins of this shit. Just tell me what's real. If it was from a fucking if it was from a pangolin or it came out of a lab or it's a Chinese bioweapon, I don't what, whatever, man. It's it. we're past it now. Just let me know. They've, what, they've, they've dropped the pangolin. Right. So they've they dropped the pangolin. But here's why it matters, because if it was human error, presumably we'd want to prevent this from happening again. That, that, yes? That's correct. Yes, so, that, that would be the assumption. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, if someone like remember the oil spill in 2011, the one that came that was like a broken pipe underneath the water that we couldn't plug and there was just yep. oil just shooting into the water for for days and days and days. And it's like. Okay, we know why that happened. It was like literally the supplies to make like it was all human error. That's important to know because now you can you can do thing you can do something about it. You can uh, make stronger pipes or you can put less C four on the on the uh, on the oil rigs. I don't know whatever it is. There's 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 a proper reaction. But if this was human error and we don't ever hold anyone accountable or do the pro or due diligence to figure out what the fuck happens, well then. What if, what if the, you know, I mean, you can get, you can fall down a steep hole of terrifying what ifs, 
what if COVID was a lot worse? What if it affected yeah. children mainly? What if it fucking just cle- instead of old people? What if it cleared out kids? You know, yeah. what if it was uh, 10% more deadly? Like, yes. it's it's really scary. And I don't know why they're making these diseases. It's the same thing with the AI. It's like, oh, this has the potential to do some real damage. Let's keep doing it. And it's right. like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. cool. I guess that's just how science works. I don't. Yeah, I mean, it. to an extent, yeah. that is how science works. I told you, a friend of mine who's a scientist, he said that it was our obligation to pursue every avenue of, of learning even if it's at the expense of uh, life on earth. And, it, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and uh, you know, like as psychotic as I find that I've said things that are just as crazy about y- your right to private property. Like when I say sure. you should be, you, you should have a right to a nuclear bomb. I mean it, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and I understand it's an extreme position. I, I I'm not stupid, but to me, that's what a right is, right? It's a stupid thing by nature. I, I said I was going to give my children an AR and puberty blockers. So yes, you know, who am I? That's it. <laughs> As is your right. Yeah. And the, the, the to me, that scientist, because I don't value science like that, he sounds like a fucking nut, but it's a principle. He thinks that uh, he's Prometheus. Right. You know what I mean? He wants to take fire from the gods. He, he, he thinks that that's your obligation in life is to is to know more. Uh, well, maybe there is something to be said for the fact of like, let's get our arms around this, uh, this doomsday esque uh, thing we're dealing with here. So that way, when the bad guy has it, we know how it works and how to deal with it. I don't know. I mean, I, it's, that's probably the justification and the rationalization they'd use. And maybe it's a valid one. But, uh, you know, it, it's uh, I mean, people should. It's funny, and 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 I can't I can't say I'm not thankful for this. I mean, it seems like the world has pretty much moved on from COVID. I don't think the general person really cares or has any appetite or any interest in litigating any of that. So all these people, whoever was responsible, whether it was the Chinese, whether it was Fauci, whether it was whoever the fuck it was, uh, they're gonna get off scot free because it now exists in a nebulous zone. It'll be like the JFK assassination where we debate where it came from. I think it's pretty clear that it came from this lab. <laughs> like it's it's just that seems like Occam's razor to me at this point. Uh, well, and, and I, if we I think, find the smoking pangolin, then cool, I'll, I'll be fine with that, you know, but, but uh, we haven't found it. So that's the thing, right, is the comments section fucking, as they say, midwits are obsessed with. No, no, no. That's just two agencies out of seven. Yeah. Yeah. What happens if the others fall? And my question would be, what happens if it becomes the majority says, yeah, we're leaning lab leak. That, that'll be a Do year we, from now and no one will care even more. Yeah. Remember grandma that we did everything for? We no longer care that she died. How? Because that's, that is yeah. how people actually are in their heart. People don't give a shit. People how, just move on yeah. from everything. How about, how about, uh, uh, Who's our man? QAnon shaman, right? Getting a oh, little... another narrative that's fucking collapsing in real time. <laughs> yeah, January sixth. How about that one? So this one is tricky for me because I've been Mister January sixth. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're like Pitbull. Uh, you instead of Mister Worldwide, you're Mister January sixth. Mister January sixth. Uh, here's the problem with it. It is clear that the media ran with a inflated 
or it will say biased uh, with it just had a lean. There's no debate. Like now that we've seen what we've seen, uh, it's clear that they were selling us the most bloodthirsty and in- intense images that they could find. Mm. Um, so this other side of the thing that we're seeing, I'm seeing, uh, I'm watching people say that this, this means that we were sold a lie. Yeah. Right. So not exactly. Yeah. Right. Because while this does put a different spin on the events of that day, it doesn't make that other footage not exist. Right. <laughs> you know I mean? So I, I'm seeing kind of, uh, I don't know why. Well, I guess I know why I'm seeing non-establishment right-wingers say this vindicates us. This means that nothing happened. It was a setup, whatever. That is not what that footage shows. I, it shows that there's two sides to the events of that day. Two stories. Doesn't mean that the one didn't happen. Yeah. It just, it just means now that we have to consider a, why we were sold an entirely unbalanced view of the fucking thing. And B, why, for example, the uh, Capitol police officer who got fired uh, for wearing a MAGA hat, photos of him came out wearing a MAGA hat, uh, why his story has been completely uh, suppressed, which is that uh, he had an opportunity to Oh, did we lose? Okay, there we are. No, I'm there, yeah. uh, he had an opportunity to evacuate uh, uh, the, the important personnel and got the order not to. Uh, it also, w- w- there's serious questions about the quote unquote uh, de-escalation tactics that the police were engaged in that day, which is to say, I don't know if you saw the footage, Eric, to walk people around like a guided tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I saw the footage and it is uh Oh, what happened? You there? I am here. We're talking about sensitive topics, so it's going to we're going to break up. Yeah, you you were you did a little of that. Uh yeah, I saw the footage. It a guy you know, I think it can be plausibly well enough explained as just like, you know, they're trying to not instigate the crowd they're not trying to rile people up by tackling them and forcing them on the ground and things like that i think it's probably safety measure more more than anything uh but one could understand that you maybe perhaps if you were present that day that maybe you got the wrong impression by the cops allowing you to go inside the premises uh that and essentially escort you now I think the fact that there was at times like six officers around the QAnon shaman, I think that people need to not take that as he was getting star treatment. Yeah. I think it, I think it's to say that he was a large man and also a lunatic and, and perhaps that these officers were doing their job in that capacity to uh, stick tight. It doesn't look good. I'll say that, but it, it, uh, you're right. It might be entirely understandable. Um, the footage that I'm most curious about is footage that everybody says did exist the day of and has since been wiped from the internet. Ooh, and that is 
that is of the actual openings of the uh, opening of the doors. I oh. uh, there's people that maintain that on the day there was that footage was available and you could find it on social media platforms. And they also maintain that you can no longer. Where's it at, Elon? If that's true and not just nut shit, that that is that's an interesting perspective. Because look, everybody, in any group of, of uh, Patriot Front, Proud Boys, uh, fucking three percenters, whatever the fuck, there's one quarter of them are cops. Yeah. And uh, firstly, that should scare you on some level. You should uh, maybe you feel safe because you think that those people are dangerous and that police should be watching them at all times. Okay. Um, you you really there's a difference between uh, uh, say uh, intelligence and uh, teetering into a surveillance state. Yeah. Right. And I understand that for most of our listeners, that's a very fine line. For me, when you have uh, 12 out of 18 uh, 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 conspirators are cops, I think we've teetered into surveillance state. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the, well, this the, the thing is, this is actually a great example of how, like, I think you and I are are the type of people that we really can't please anybody. Because while on one hand, I am willing to, like, fall down the CNN lib hole of like, yeah, there, there was a lot of unsavory people at the shit that had really ill intentions. They were under the false pretenses that Donald Trump won. Uh, they, they trashed the place. And uh, typically when you do that, you, you get in a little bit of legal trouble. So it's mm. hard for me to find a lot of sympathy. However, on the other hand, uh, especially if you look into the Ray Epps stuff, uh, yeah, it seems kind of clear that the, the feds may have instigated this. Uh, so like, I I think both of these things can be true at the same time, you know? And it's like the degree to which the feds were involved. I don't know. I, nobody knows. I could not possibly speculate or say, however, I mean, this footage, even though it was on, I mean, the only defense of this footage that I've seen is, oh, Tucker Carlson full of shit. He's trying to spin the narrative. It's like, okay, yes, Tucker's a shithead. Yes, yes, we all get that. But you do have to account for, you do have to kind of. Uh, you do have to account for this footage and also account for the fact that why was it hidden and why was it never, you know, why was it not brought up through all those, through the months of the January 6th committee shit, you know? And it's like, this was omitted presumably for a reason. And yes. Yes. And again, I'm willing to, there's perfectly reasonable explanation, you know, perhaps it was crowd control tactics, whatever, let them in instead of have them storm the gate and make it even worse. But, uh, you know, I mean, just I mean, we talked about Ray Epps before. Look into the Ray Epps thing. Look into like, I swear to God, yo, if that's not evidence of of federal involvement, then then I don't know what the fuck is, because this was a guy who is you can find the footage of him instigating this saying we got to go into the Capitol. We got to go in there tomorrow. We got to we got to go straight in. And when they the New York Times ran a thing on him and they found him and his his narrative was wow, the misinformation on the internet is crazy. Does a, does a MAGA guy, uh, like, uh, do you think a MAGA guy who was at January 6th, uh, do, do you think he's concerned with internet misinformation? 
Like, I, I feel like these are two things that don't are, are incongruous with, you know, you know what I mean? So it's just, and, and I, as far as I know, he was never charged with anything. Meanwhile, there's people that were, I don't think ever entered the building that are getting uh, years in jail. So, you know, what if, <laughs> what if we did a, a drive time radio show where yeah. you were, and it, the host's name, our little like goofy names were Ray Epps and, <laughs> and Harley shirt guy. Yeah, yeah, Harley Harley shirt guy is a uh, that's that's an internet OG. People, uh, he's a he's a nine eleven uh, fellow. Um, everybody go 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 look up Harley shirt guy from nine eleven. That's a fun one. Uh, yeah, the January sixth thing, another thing no one really feels like talking about anymore, but seems to linger on well past the sell by date, along with COVID, because evidently as a country we cannot fucking move on. And I remember talking about this uh, three years ago now, but I remember thinking, man, if we're talking about Joe Biden and Trump in 2024 and the culture can't can't uh, isn't static and can't get past that, then uh, then we deserve what we get. And what we get might be, <laughs> I, I mean, I guess Trump versus fucking Biden, because it's just I mean, it's, it's not surprising, right? Because we talk about how much the the media sort of has its sort of grips on the American mind. And if the last five, six years, maybe not the last two or three, but if previously before that was their most profitable uh, years in their existence in a, in a realm that's dying, then yeah, you're yep. going to keep your brain tuned in to that moment you, you, in time. You know what? Uh, yeah, they're going to be playing that hit for a long time. Oh, yeah. That's uh, their free bird. That's, that's their teenage dirtbag. <laughs> uh, you know what? This seemed very uh i lost you for a sec are you there are you there yep i'm here now um <clears throat> what a nightmare you know comfort in is not like a trap it's not a business this is for drug addicts i'm yeah, in a drug well, addict motel you're in drug addict motel, everybody no doubt. comfort comfort in is drug addict motel uh i won't say anything more now and, yeah go on where did i leave off where'd you get disconnected I got disconnected from you when uh, it's a great question. Uh, I was in a conversation. I, this is about my conversation with somebody who is apolitical, but very left leaning. Okay. And they said something. They said, I'm never voting Democrat again in my life. Yeah. And I said, why? I mean, I didn't say it like that because I'm never voting Democrat again in my life. So I was like, yeah. why? You know? Yeah. And their answer was they put a mentally retarded man in charge of me. Ooh. And I thought that that was like, look, for, uh, you know, uh, the age thing with Biden, like some people think it's uncouth to make fun of it, whatever. There is no debate. The fella is impaired now, right? Like there's, it's not a question anymore or, even if you could say he has his moments, he's, you know, he's doing remarkably well for a guy with such pressures on him, despite being so old, if he runs, he'll be straight up fucking archaic by the time that he leaves yeah. office. If he leaves office, not in a fucking uh, casket. So I think that there's something like hearing it from someone in that way, not like a late night, not like a, it wasn't like a snide joking way. It was they, in essence, they think so little of me that they 
put a guy who is mentally impaired in charge. You know what's funny about that that notion is that I think with the defense from someone who's like a CNN late night TV type lib is that, well, you know, I can trust that uh, that uh, Joe has surrounded himself with uh, the type of people who even in his moments that uh, that they that they I feel confident. I feel secure uh, knowing that the remember, remember uh, the adults are back in the room. Remember that? But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But to, and to me, it's like, okay, okay. Who's in charge? <laughs> who, who, who is? Is it Kamala? I don't think so. Is it? I don't is think it, so. Uh, who then? Who is running the show? That feels like a salient point, doesn't it? Like if Joe in his it has a senior moment, has a little brain fart. Uh, who's the person? holding his finger back from the button because they are the most powerful person then. You know what I mean? And I don't know who that is. And that makes me more uncomfortable than a, than a, than a, as your friend put it, a retarded person. Uh, I don't know who's running the show. And, and perhaps if I knew, maybe I I could make a, a judgment on that and I could say, Oh, well, that's okay then. But I, I guess there's a team, right? The president, is it the cabinet? Is it advisors? Is it his speechwriter? Who, who is it? Is it, you know what I mean? It, like, is it Ray Epps? <laughs> what, what's uh, happening? Yeah. Is it uh, uh, an oil conglomerate, uh, an oil cartel? Uh, I, I couldn't say, oh, well, speaking of cartels, you see the, the little, little fun action in, in Mexico. Uh, well, some Americans got killed. Yeah. So Americans got kidnapped and killed. Now people are trying to make it about the fact that they all have drug convictions. That could maybe they went down there with some bad ideas. It's possible. Certainly the place that they were, my understanding is that is where you would go if you were seeking out uh, a relationship with a cartel. Mm. Uh, but the part that was interesting was they they seemingly cleaned house and delivered the offending parties to law enforcement as an act of self-policing saying that these people acted independent of the cartel and fuck them. Uh, That's interesting. What do you think about that? I mean, that just raises further questions. Uh, I mean, you know, I guess what my brain gets stuck on there is the gross notion that like, you know, the cartel murders lots of people. And as soon as it was a couple of tourists, uh, all of a sudden, uh, the, the, the news cycle and the, uh, the things seem to, st- the wheels seem to stop to go, whoop, you know, the record, the record skips yeah. and it, it goes, Oh, these were, these were, you know, suburban whites, you know, it's like, Oh, that's pretty gross. Why are, why doesn't the needle skip whenever they kill anybody or and not just kill, but peel their faces off and shove them up their ass? Cartels are brutal, man. They're brutal. Really brutal. It's scary shit. It's scary. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't exactly know what what to make of all of that. Um, I mean, didn't didn't they sort of prove that the CIA was in? Aren't, isn't the whole drug cart trade right? Isn't it sort of like a 
uh, 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 quid pro quo thing with our intelligence agencies to make money and, and flood oh, our communities yeah. I mean, with fentanyl. It's all purposeful, sure. isn't it? Well, right? here's a question for you. You, you. you doing good with your sobriety? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, rocking and rolling. Now, now, everybody, Eric doesn't talk AA talk. He, he doesn't talk sobriety, really. He just always says that he's not drinking. Um, but if you had to murder somebody s- saw their face off using a, a a box cutter yeah and then sh- shove the the skin that was their face into their rectum mm-hmm. to prove a point for the for your cartel paymasters do you think you'd have to start drinking probably yeah yeah almost certainly i mean i think about certain- this a lot when i when i obviously anybody can be a drunk you don't have to you know, it's an addictive substance. You don't even have to have any like kind of like I, I don't like when in the same way that I don't like that we sell suicide as part and parcel of depression. Uh, you could just be we've talked about it. You, there's plenty of reasons that people kill themselves that uh, are separate uh, from our notion of uh, clinical depression. Yeah. In the same way. uh there's a great many people that are that are addicted to drugs uh, or, or alcohol or anything else, not because they have some great pain in their life, which is how this stuff is always sold to us, but just because they love to get in lit. Yeah, because lit. get because getting lit by all accounts is really fun. Yeah. And and then they're fucking with an addictive substance. So they got hooked. Yeah. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean that they were molested. It doesn't mean that they like have a bad relationship with their parents. It doesn't mean any of that. It just means they, you know, things go sometimes things go wrong when you're fucking doing cocaine for 32 days in a row. Yeah. You know what I mean? So anyway, there's a lot of reasons why someone might be a drunk. But now whenever I I run into a drunk, I think, man, this guy might have raped and killed, huh? <laughs> you know what I mean, cuz it's like what what you know, what do you what are you uh, anesthetizing? You know what I mean? Like, what 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 are you uh, trying to get through? Yeah, who, I mean, who can say? I mean, there's a yeah, like you said, there's a million reasons why people love getting lit. I mean, getting lit's fun, you know. But yeah, it can also be used to bury things. But yeah, no, I sometimes I think about like uh, if I get hit with the lightning bolt of tragedy, like like you know, I'm 32. Will there be another point in my life where I'm lit again? It wouldn't surprise me, you know, but I just, you know, you go through your day, you go day by day and say, eh, you know, I, I can see no good reason to drink today. It's just going to make me feel like shit. But yeah, if I am, you know, if I'm uh, having a holiday down in Cancun and I end up on the wrong side of the car- cartels and they say, we'll let you go, but uh, we have, we need you to, uh, we need you to, you got a start- party, you got a party with us all night. You got a party on the yacht, and uh, at the end of that party, we're gonna have you. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have you uh, castrate a man with a box cutter and and shove his balls down his throat. I would say, hand me the tequila, brother. Let's go. It's not impossible. It can happen to anybody. You think? See, that's the thing. People think that you know these are things that they just read about in the news, but it can happen to you. You're not. You're not immune. I would go to Mexico. I would go to border country. I'm losing you again. We have to cut this episode because I've lost you a number of times now, and it's very frustrating. 
and you're on that you're on that dog shit uh, fucking hotel pack. It's it's not good for anybody. It's not good for anybody. I'm gonna pause it till you come back. Oh, there you go. He went away. Look at. All right, he's back. Everybody, he's on, the comfort in Wi-Fi is killing us tonight. So we're cutting this episode. Uh, you you have anything else to share for the people this week? Yeah. I was talking about this in the van. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere Thursday at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. What if, how's this idea for a movie? Okay. It's like, catch me if you can. All right. Which I've never seen, but it's a guy who finds himself in a situation where he's a mob doctor, you know, like a mob, like doctors that cater to organized crime where they're on the payroll and, you know, they'll, they'll come like two guys will come to him in the middle of the night and be like, yo, we need you to operate on Murray. He just got shot in the neck, you know? Yeah. What if it was by some circumstance they found themselves like this lead character found himself as a mob doctor, but he had no medical training at all. (laughs) Okay. And then by just good luck, he manages to save multiple gangsters. But then he's supposed to do facial change surgery on the head of the of the mafia. Yeah. And he has no idea what he's doing. And it's a it's a hijinks. It's like a funny sure. fun fun movie. I'll get I'll get Andy Samberg on the phone. This sounds this sounds good. Uh, and then another and then later he somehow escapes that circumstance through screenwriting and then he ends up being a fake hostage negotiator. Okay. This is good. So he just shows up. He just shows up wearing a blue polo shirt to to like hostage situations, and he has to fake it. Okay. You think that this has been comedies need to come back? So, yo, did you see the Jennifer Lawrence one? No. What are you talking about? Jennifer Lawrence is doing R-rated sex comedy where she has to fuck an autistic (laughs) nineteen-year-old. All right, comedies are back. And it, it, it that's the thing, right? It's like that's so crazy in 2023 that it's it's it, the discourse is going to be insane because it's, it's like be a 19 year old who explicitly says, "I'm uncomfortable. I don't want to have sex with you." And she's like, "Stop being a bitch." <laughs> that's fun. That's, that's what, listen. Those were the those were the fucking movies, man. Yeah, that's that's I'm excited for that. Maybe you know what. Maybe we are moving on. Maybe the moment, maybe the maybe a new dawn is rising. That's we're, we're we're allowed to have fun again. I've never liked Jennifer Lawrence, and she does not seem that funny in this. But it's a step in the right direction, lady. Let's do it. I can't think of a good movie that she's in. What is she in? 
Um, some people like Silver Linings playbook for yeah, the fact yeah. that both characters are mentally ill. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, that seemed, kind of, you know what? That was first wave. First wave what? First wave SSRI girl talk. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. It was. Yeah, no, get that shit away from me. Uh, I can't, I cannot think. Was she Captain Marvel? What is, was no, it? that's Brie Larson. Oh, another someone else who hasn't done anything in a while. Jennifer Lawrence. I know she was in the fucking uh, the you know the Hunger Games bullshit, but uh, I didn't see that shit because I'm an adult. Uh, Today I, I was asked if I wanted to write a comic for a pretty big actor. Okay. Um, and the person who offered it to me said. You know, you could tell me if it's too slimy. And it's pretty slimy. Keanu mm. Reeves just did one, but in most respects, he did it right. He got actual comic talent to write the thing, right? Mm. Now, obviously, it's just going to get immediately upstream to be a film, but, and that's scummy for sure. But I said, you know, let me think about it. Because this, this actor is known for his action role. But apparently his interests are stranger than that. Mm. So at, at least there's kind of a, oh, maybe, maybe something can be done. Okay. But what do you think? Do I, do I take the, do I take the money? Yeah, of course you take the money. Don't be stupid. Listen, I've been unemployed now for uh, over, uh, no, I guess less than two months. Uh, it's a nightmare. I hate it. You have to give your resume to, to my resume to your, your, your scummy Hollywood friends. Cause it's, well, you I want to hear what's crazy. What's crazy? My scummy Hollywood friends are in a panic because uh, the writer's strike is coming. Oh, my God. What do these fuckers want? <laughs> so you might be driving an Uber. These, so, what, do these, what do these fucking writers want? No. So check it out. They from here's my understanding. They want mostly reasonable things, but the mm. studios are like, Nah, let's let's strike. Let's have you guys strike instead. And everybody's like, why would they do that? And here's the speculation. The speculation is that those studios have contracts currently operating with people that are not making them any money. Right. So they'll be like, Brian Singer will be under contract for 32 movies. Uh, and he is in some deal where he has to provide one terrible script every fucking 24 months and he's got the sex offender rap on him and they can't do shit with him so they're paying him for nothing right <clears throat> and the thinking is that the studios are allowing this to go to strike because then they can claim force force majeure and dissolve the contracts that and they could potentially shed hundreds of millions of dollars. So th that's the conspiracy level thinking right now. Because mm. apparently what the writers are asking for is not unreasonable. Yeah, I'll be the judge of that. What do they want? More sick days? I, I think they... Uh, I think they want uh, uh, regular hours not to be tortured. Uh, you know... Uh, if they have to go on a, uh, if they have to go to a uh, set, 
They don't want to be molested sexually. Mm. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Reasonable stuff. This is Hollywood. Act like you've been here before. Did you they, see that? They want, to, they want to uproot the whole industry. <laughs> Did you see that streamer? Fuck out of here. There's the girl that was on Stranger Things season yeah. four. Okay. And she, uh, she's a streamer. And she said in her live stream the other day, I've turned down four motion pictures in the last two weeks. And the reason that I'm doing that, that I'm streaming instead of taking these movie roles is because when I do these movie roles, the producers always try to fuck me and I hate it. And it makes me really nervous and uncomfortable and it's bad for my mental health Mm. and streaming is a space that I can be in control. So until I find gigs that make me comfortable, I'm going to do this. All right. And yeah, can't more power with, to can't argue with that. More power to her, obviously. But uh, how crazy would someone have to be to try this shit in 2023? Yeah, yeah, that's that's like some real. <laughs> she said on a movie set like a year ago, a, a producer was like trying to get her into a threesome. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, that's like. That's that's got to be like the the high risk behavior is the is the reward, right? Like yeah, that's like a guy in a that's like a guy in a band having intercourse. That's nuts. Yeah, that's crazy. No, if you're if you're in a band, you got to be full. uh, You got to be full seminary, right? If I if I was gonna do music in 2023, I'd 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 become a eunuch. I mean, I've said it before. I. I, it, it doesn't pertain to me anymore. I'm like a, you know, I'm a family man. It's, it's like, you're, it's, you're Mike you, Pence. Yeah. I'm Mike Pence. You guys can do whatever you want. <laughs> I guess. Fuck it. It's got nothing to do with me. But if you ask me, is it healthy to divorce accomplishment from the rewards tied to accomplishment? I would say, yeah, that's pretty fucking unhealthy. You know what I mean? Like that's mm. that something not good is going to come of that. Because you distinguish yourself in part because you want the world to treat you better. And that includes sexually, like, or, or romantically, or however you want to view it. Yeah, you would hope that, that in your elevation of your, of your status or your success, that that would make you a more viable uh, sexual partner. Right, and we, we seem to forgive this in uh, circumstances that uh, like Kendall Jenner is apparently with bad bunny. Yeah. Do we think that there's any chance that if those two went to high school together, that Kendall Jenner would be with bad bunny? No, I mean, that's full. That's this is, this is bad bunny's uh, initiation into the Illuminati. Well, that's right. a fact, but it yeah. it's, it's by virtue of the fact that he's, wildly successful and has distinguished himself. Yeah. So I think that this thing that we do to kids in the arts where we go, yeah, listen, uh, distinguish yourself, uh, do something remarkable. Uh, and then, uh, allow a banker to be with the hot women. You, you should go be with somebody who a doesn't like music and B is uh, not in the competitive space uh, f- for sexual attraction. Like, what are we what are we doing to these kids? Like, imagine if you told Led Zeppelin, 
no puss for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it might it might deflate their uh their artistic output. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As listen everybody, uh, Bill Maher style new rule. Unless somebody's getting <laughs> unless somebody's fucking getting sexually exploited or abused, get the fuck out of here. Just let the kids do whatever the kids do. Which is have sex typically. Yes, which is ha- that's right. That's uh, my that's my understanding. Yeah, yeah, that's typically what uh, people like 20. That's what 22 year olds that like fucking play music and shit do. I thought, but it's not. We're on tour with like the bands that we tour with are as monkey as we are. And we're old. As monkey. <laughs> it's very 90s. Uh, so what are you saying? You're saying that the that your Hollywood sleazeball friends aren't hiring. I mean, the one I talked to the other day was in a goddamn panic. He, he, he's like, I, you know, I said, you're going to end up running a Petco in Long Island. He's like, it seems viable at this point. <laughs> oh, God, the future is not looking good, man. It's looking pretty rough for uh, here on out. Everybody get their uh, everyone get on the soup line. Yeah, everybody get your firearms now before there's a run on them. Get the firearms. Also, go to patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. Donate there. Give us money. There's bonus episodes. You understand the whole thing. Uh, go give us money so we don't have to get on the bread line. We can still shop at Whole Foods like we enjoy. Uh, mm. and, and we can live above the peasants. Go to go to patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. I think there's probably shirts too still. Go to uh, through and through merch. What is it? Yeah, through and through merch.com. Get yourself a shirt. Spend the money. You can't take it with you. You're probably going to die soon. We're probably going to get yeah. in a nuclear war. They're gonna they're gonna put you in jail. They saw your they they saw your you wearing that hat you wear all the time. They saw it in the crowd at January sixth. The feds are yep. descending. They're coming for you. They uh, saw your auto parts plus uh, jacket. Yeah, in, in the uh, you, you know your employee jacket. Yeah, they saw it. You're you're done. You're done. So so. Enjoy. So let me spend thirty dollars a day at Whole Foods. Exactly. You gotta we you gotta enjoy we we you know you have to enjoy you have to enjoy your life with the money that you have right now in this moment in time because it's the last moment of safety. It's all we're all running on empty. Uh spend it on worst possible timeline, patreon.com. Get yourself a shirt through and through merch.com. Give it to us. We can go to Whole Foods with it. We thank you for all your service. Um and uh you know, there's other things to plug, but um, you, you you get it at this point. We're on I gotta her. I gotta go use the toilet in the lobby. Oh, 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 oh comfort yes. in. It's one of those circumstances. Oh, comfort in. All right, everybody, we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend, and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. 
wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.